Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. Chapter 19, verse 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Um, maybe we just end at 5 and then we go to John chapter 12, verse 21. And, 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 and. He says that, for to which of the angels has he ever said, sit on my right hand? He said, when he created the heavens, he didn't give the angels charge to be in charge. But as one saith in one place, what is man that thou art so mindful of him, that thou makes him a little lower than angels, that crown him with honor and has put all things under his feet? Verse 8 says that, but we do not see... <laughs> Don't worry, just, just stay in Luke chapter 19. I'll come back to that. Verse 8 says that but we don't see everything under his feet yet. All right, so he said, you have put all things in subjection under his feet. For, for in that he put all things in subjection under his feet, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not see all things put under his feet, but we see Jesus. Say, we see Jesus. We see Jesus. We do not see everything, but we see Jesus. All right. We see, not we saw, not we will see. It's talking present tense. So what hasn't happened that is supposed originally was supposed to happen, which we can't see happening, we can see it in Jesus. So he said, we don't see life under control the way we should, but we see Jesus. I want to know. I want you to know that if you can't see Jesus, you'll be fine. Amen. If you can see Jesus, if you that's what the Bible says that looking in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, said, uh, verse 2, said, Looking unto Jesus, say, Looking unto Jesus, he said, Looking unto Jesus, he is the beginner and the finisher, in between is all him, he starts it and he finishes it. So, the author and the finisher of our faith, looking unto Jesus. Looking on because we do not see everything in subjection to you. Financial life is not in subjection. Some of you, health life is not really in full subjection. Some of you, marital life, family life is not really in subjection. Your career, your education, your business is not really in subjection. Your ministry, your spiritual life, it's not really in subjection. But I said, well, even though we don't see everything in subjection the way we want, but we see Jesus. And so, in Luke chapter 19, Bible says that they, they, he went to the city, he went to the town, and there was a man. He said, Jesus entered, Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Verse 2. Now, behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, says Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. A tax collector was a spiritual dam. A tax collector was someone who is spiritually disconnected. So he was a tax collector, but spiritually disconnected. Spiritually disconnected. And so, something was out of order. Even though one thing seemed okay, his job seemed okay, because if you were a tax collector in those days, you had a lot of money. Because if, like, I'm a tax man for the Roman government, and you owe tax, I look at you. Maybe your company... Uh, is worth maybe at the end of the year turnover is hundred thousand, uh, and you are supposed to let's say pay a tax of twenty thousand. I can choose to collect sixty thousand, 
and give the 20 to the Roman government. Who dare you say you won't pay the tax? You will lose the whole business. So, so that's what the, ta- the tax collectors can collect any amount of money they want from you. And just give a portion, little portion. The Roman government knew that by going border, they are working for him. The tax collectors were working for the government, so that's fine. So everybody hated tax collectors. Tax collectors were criminals, were thieves, and they were traitors. They were traitors because they were working for the uh, occupation, the enemies. So if you are a tax collector, you can't even go to the synagogue. When you come to the synagogue, anyone who sees you would move from you. No one will sit near you because you are a tax collector. That is why Jesus told the story about that tax collector in Luke chapter 18, verse 11, 12, 13, and 14. He says that two people went to the church to go and pray. One was a Pharisee, stood far aside, and he said, God, and beat his chest. He said, you know, he said, God, I thank you that I am not like the other men, extortioners, unjust, and adulterous, even as this tax collector. And then verse 12, verse 12, I fast twice a week. I give my tithes. I don't collect tax, but I give tithe. You know, I give my tithes of all that I possess. And the tax collector standing very far would not, would not so much as raise his eyes. He can't even look up because he's so bad. Will not even raise it, but beat his breast, saying, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Oh, God. Jesus said, The one who cried out for mercy's prayer was heard. <laughs> he said, I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For even for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he whoever humbles himself will be exalted. He didn't go home because he was a tax collector, but because of the disposition of his heart. He said, God, I just need you. I just need you. So tax collectors were bad. If you're a tax collector, you are like um, somebody the government is trying to justify. (laughs) In a revival meeting. (laughs) If you're a tax collector, you are like a prostitute. Who's going to church? You just left the brothel, you finish work, and you've come to church and come into town. Show your part. You can't. You hire the back there. You, because if you have conscience, you, like, you can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. And, you know, so he couldn't lift his eyes. So tax collectors. And so there was this tax collector. Say tax collector. Tax collector. What's his name? His name was Zacchaeus. And he was, and he was rich. I mean, obviously, tax collectors were rich. He was rich. Go to the next verse quickly. And he sought, listen, see, he was tax collector, but he had one thing. What did he have? He sought to see Jesus. We do not see everything in subjection, but we see Jesus. He saw, listen, if you seek to see Jesus, once you seek to see Jesus, you find him. Doesn't matter the condition you are in. It doesn't matter the condition your family situation is in. The condition your financial situation is a condition your family, um, your your health, your 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 you know career, business. Listen, those things don't matter. You may not you may not see everything in subjection, but if you can seek to see Jesus, your your task collectorship does not matter anymore. There are some things in our lives which we, 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 we are responsible 
for them happening. And we know we deserve that kind of suffering, but the devil is a liar. That I said, the devil is a liar. Yeah. If you can desire to see Jesus and ask mercy, Jesus, I just need you. We come here every evening, this three months, to come and pray Jesus, to see Jesus. Because we want to experience God. We want to experience. That's what this whole prayer is about. UK must experience God. Once again. It's called, we we are going to, by God's grace, listen, brothers and sisters, join me, we are determined, join me. We are going to change the, the, the course of history. Amen. Change the course of history. It will, Pastor, it will enter into the history books. The second great awakening. Amen. <laughs> the second great awakening. In the United Kingdom, the first one was John Charles Wesley Dems, their times, Methodist Church, or when that revival started. All that, re- that reformation and that revival movement. This season, we are going to believe God and provoke a second great awakening. Amen. Amen. So Zacchaeus said, I want to see Jesus. He wanted to see Jesus. So, and, and he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd, for he was a short, he was of short stature. Verse 4. So he ran ahead. He checked where Jesus was going to climb, pass, ran ahead, climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him. Why did he climb? Why did he climb? See. To see who? Yes. Why did he climb? See Why did he climb? See a desire to see Jesus can make a big difference for your destiny. Doesn't matter your background. If you can keep that desire aflame, you will always be at the top. He paid the tr- the price to climb a tree. You could have fallen. There's always a could have happened wrong anytime you are pursuing something not pursuing or worthy of pursuing. So there are always other things you could do but choose to do what needs to be done to give you an upper hand tomorrow. So he sought to see Jesus. So he went and climbed a tree. He climbed a tree where he knew Jesus was going to pass. Um, climbed to see him, for he was going to pass that way. Verse 5. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said, Zacchaeus, come down quickly. Make haste and come down, for today I must stay at you. He said, must. Hosting Jesus, you must start, it must start with a desire to see him. He said, I must. He said, why? Calm down. Don't, don't waste time up there. Don't waste time up there. Because today, he didn't say, I am coming there. He said, something has compelled me to stay at your house. Wow. Wow. He said, today, I must stay at your house. For this thing you have done, you wanted to see me. In the book of John, chapter 12, verse 21, some people came to the disciples of Jesus Christ, and they also said the same thing. John chapter 12, verse 21, they came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida of Galilee, and asked him, saying, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Am I talking to someone here who wished to see Jesus? 
As many as seek the Lord, they will find him. Amen. Let this be your overarching desire. Pre <laughs> you know, human beings, we easily get preoccupied by different things. It's natural with us. We are always preoccupied by something else. One of the things that can preoccupy us is worldliness. Have you remember when you see a particular shoe you are trying to buy and then they take a worker and come out? You see a house you're trying to rent and in that, or you go, you are praying that this estate agents won't tell you, call you back. And you know what I'm talking about? Or you see something you, you want. Sometimes those days when I saw, I saw equipment, maybe like this microphone, my friend bought it from America. It was always, I won't close the page. Oh my, every time, every now and then I go and look at it. And, you know, it's human. But if it's, going, if it's not going to cause you distraction, that's fine. You see, some of us, sometimes you can't sleep. Your phone is by, you are waiting for her to just send a text, hi. I'm, I'm talking about your wife. Either to be or your wife has traveled. We easily get preoccupied by things because we are human beings. I want you to make it a conscious effort that you will be preoccupied with the desire to see Jesus. Be preoccupied. Another way of putting it, I'm so much in love with God. I want God. I'm willing to walk away from every other thing so I can secure God. That's what will distinguish you in this season. Someone say, we want, we want to see Jesus. If you want to see Jesus, say, I want to see Jesus. I want to see Jesus. Say it again, I want to see Jesus. I want to see Jesus. For most of us, we prioritize other things but God. You know, but God said, prioritize me. Seek ye first the kingdom and its righteousness. And all the other things other people are prioritizing will be getting, will be added. You don't have to go and get it. It will come to you. <laughs> so, it, God takes the responsibility of him adding, not, not replacing. So seek ye first the kingdom of God and all, the, all other things shall be added. Who is going to do the addition? God himself shall add it. You will have a peaceful marriage. Amen. Don't be stressed about the fact that you are not yet married. Don't worry about it. You don't have a man. Don't worry about it. Have Jesus. Amen. Get busy taking in more Jesus, seeing Jesus, your marriage will be sorted. Yeah. And you have a good, it's not everyone who gets married who gets good marriage. Yeah. Some people get married and then they, are, they have high blood pressure. <laughs> Others have low blood pressure. <laughs> Others get married and they, they are forever unhappy. Others get married and the one they got married to has ended because of the one they got married to. The person's medical condition or something, they are now having all kinds of children that is keeping them in hospital. Think about what I said. See Jesus. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. See Jesus. If you want to see Jesus, say, I want to see Jesus. I see Shout, I want to see Jesus. Zacchaeus paid the price. If you look at the price you pay for seeing Jesus, it's far below the benefits you get for seeing Jesus. Remember that. 
if you consider the price you pay for seeing it, the price looks much more expensive or high when you compare yourself to others and you focus on others. That's why it says they're looking on to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our. But if you look at what others are saying, if you look at what others are doing, which you cannot, could have also done, if you look at the way some of the girls, you are far prettier than, far prettier, I'm talking far, with a double, a triple R, several R's at the back of your far, far prettier than. <laughs> Uh, let me say it like an Arab, far, far, uh, India, far prettier than. You are far prettier than. And you look at them, and some men, are, one is paying their car uh, uh, finance, the other one is paying their mortgage. And they keep changing their shoes, keep changing their dress, keep changing their hair, keep changing their looks, and you look at them and you know that this one you are far, if you should step on the market, they will be dropped on the market. But, 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 you are just paying the price to see Jesus. Amen. Paying the price, you will have a peaceful future. Whilst they will, they will have the Bible says that anyone who listens to my words and put them into action is like the one who builds his house on a rock. Anyone who listens to my words and does not put it, listen, listens to my word and does not put it into action. So if you don't hear at all, your, your situation is even worse. Because it's a, if you listen to my words and put them into action, it's like a man who is building his house on a rock. If you listen to my words and don't put it into action, it's like li- the listening is what makes you build. Listen, you are building something. But it says that Life, storms will come. How many of you have noticed that by now? That difficult times come in life. Sometimes they come from places you never thought would come and it just, just blow you off course. He says that but in the times of storms, what you did with the word you hear, you heard, is what guarantees your future. Right. So seek Jesus. Tell someone, seek Jesus. <laughs> Tell someone, seek to see Jesus. <laughs> now, it's not just seeking to hang around, when you come, block your mind from everything negative and be determined that I, I need to experience God. You understand what I'm saying? I need to experience God. I need to encounter God. And your life, the rest will be history. Amen. Success story. I can see a, a success story in my face, before my eyes. You are, you are the biggest success story in your family. I just professor, some people didn't get it. I said, you are the biggest success story in your family. You are the biggest success story in your back, from your background. You are the biggest success story in London. Hey, hey, hey. Caris, we are the biggest success story in London. Church life. We are the biggest success story because we want to see Jesus. Because we are seeing Jesus. Because we are having God and God encounter. We are having a God experience in the name of Jesus. So shall it be. Just lift up your, rise up, lift up your hands and say, God, I don't want to be distracted. I make a commitment that I'll seek you. I'll pursue you. Begin to pray just that short prayer. Lord, I make a commitment to pursue you. I make a commitment to seek you. I make a commitment to go all out for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, 
Follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.